0: Tuesday, today is probably going to be a dog heavy episode, which I probably talk about dogs a lot in my other episodes, but um, I've been focusing on dog training a lot because I have a lot of time now (laughs) and I have, she's not a puppy anymore, but she'll always be a puppy to me. Um, She's over one, so I guess she's not really a puppy anymore, but that's going to be, since she's tiny, I'm just going to say she's a puppy forever so she can get away with bad behavior. So I've been focusing on dog training. Um, with my first dog, Saratoga, uh, I did zero training. Um, she had a choke collar. <coughs> I'm choking, and she was terrible on the leash. And she was a, I think she was 70 pound golden retriever, but she's 70 or maybe she, I think she was a little less than that. I think she was less than 70 because I could kind of pick her up, but. Um, she was a golden retriever, maybe 50-60 pounds, I guess. Uh she was smaller for a golden retriever, but uh anyway, had her in Baltimore City. She also lived in New York City. She also lived in Lansdale, Pennsylvania. She moved around a lot. I got her at uh got her with a boyfriend at she was about 4 years old and kept in a room, kind of neglected and just super sweet dog, very easygoing. Um cats could come up and smack her in the face and she didn't care. She, kids, she was completely fine with kids. Um, other dogs she wasn't so great with, but, um, yeah, I had her on a choke collar and then one of those retractable leashes. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. I think it was easier for me because it wasn't constantly yanking my arm, but looking back, I realized it was kind of a dumb situation, especially in the city. And, um, So I had her, and then I got Howie, and he came with a lot of um, not training. (laughs) I don't want to say issues, he did have health issues, but he was about the same age, so I just assumed that um, he would also be, you know, know the same things that Saratoga did, like already know sit and already go out to the bathroom and outside to the bathroom, whatever. Um, and, uh, that was, none of that was true with, with Howie. I was also in a failing relationship, so that, and then getting a new dog and it was just kind of, it was kind of a mess. But that got me into trying to figure out how to train a dog, um, because he was also awful on the leash and I was like, well, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, my dog now is also awful on the leash. So if you're seeing a trend, I'm aware it's me. I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> so he was eventually pretty good on the leash, but he was also old. I think just young dogs are just kind of hard to walk, but maybe it's just me. Anyway... So I started like binge watching Caesar Milan. I got Howie the Caesar Milan collar. I was calm and assertive. I was doing all the things that he was doing, and I was following some other trainers. But it was all the same type of training—all of the intimidation, alpha dog, um, pack leader kind of training that uh, pretty much was the only thing. I mean, I feel like that was the popular. Like, that was how you trained a dog that I, I mean, that was all I really knew. And that was, it seemed pretty normal, I guess. Um, It didn't feel normal to do, but I was like, that's because I'm not a dog. And I have to do, I have to, you know, do things that are uncomfortable for me to teach him because I'm not a dog. Anyway. Other people cringed and told me that it was not the a good way, and I was like, whatever, it's working. Which, whatever, I thought it was. Um, and it, it's not that it doesn't work. It's just you're creating um, a dog that is scared of you or that you have just worn down to, like, not fight you anymore. And it's not... Not The way that I'm doing now is is differently. It's more of a condition training, and it's more positive reinforcement, and it's no force, and you're not, like, pushing your dog's butt down when you say sit, and they're not sitting, and you're not um, yanking on the leash when they do something wrong. I mean, I do kind of yank on the leash when Beavers is going for shit on the ground, which she does a lot, which I know, working on it. But, I mean, dogs are – I mean, it's always a work in progress, right? So – anyway and I'm not an expert I don't know what the fuck I'm doing I would never call myself an expert on the subject at all I've just been trying for a long time and I know a lot of people are new dog owners which also scares me at the dog park because I worry that someone's gonna bring a dog like Howie (laughs) and um, he just wasn't good at dog parks he was he was a humper Howie the Humper and um, he also would like take toys out of other dogs mouths he wasn't socialized correctly um, I think I don't know anything about his past either, so um, not that I mean baby Ruth's from a dog fighting ring, so she obviously didn't have the best path e- past either, but she's also a lot younger um I don't know where I was going with this, oh, but i I had a train of thought, and then I lost it. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so there's a new dog training show that I watched um. And I was really excited about it because it seemed like it was a positive reinforcement-based training, and he's, like, the... I mean, they're saying that he's, like, the best dog trainer in California. And um, I think it was, I think it was like, I don't know. But, you know, it's no dog, no breed, no behavior is unfixable. And it was, like, fixable? So, so that already kind of, like turned me off and so and it said that it was a show about training humans how to train dogs because I remember I took Howie to training and he had to get private lessons which were fucking expensive and this wasn't like the most popular person in Portland either so I can't imagine how much people are paying for the canine intervention dude jazz so I took him to training and the lady was like really focusing on me what I was doing and I was like what the fuck train my dog like I'm paying you all this money not to like tell me what to do not realizing that she was showing me how to train my dog which was what I was paying for So <laughs> that was a learning lesson for me I w- I went a few times I really couldn't afford it um but she i really I don't really remember what I learned. I remember like being confused of why she was so focused on me, and now I know why because obviously I need to learn how to train my dog um and what was my oh so I keep losing my train of thought, so I was really excited about the show because I thought it was gonna be more of the training style that I've been trying to work on. And another reason I can't do, I I couldn't really, even if I thought that that training method would work for me, um, I don't think that my dog now would respond to it at all because she's so scared of a lot of things. So just trying to get her to trust me I can't yell no and yank on her leash when she does something wrong. Quote-unquote wrong. You can't see my fingers. Um, or, like, yell no at her. Like, she'll shut down. Like, every time I've... I mean, I'm not perfect, and I've definitely done a lot of shit wrong with her already. And it hasn't even been a year. But <laughs> I've, been, I've also been kind of like... Since I got her... This is the youngest dog I've ever had. I'm like... I can't fuck this up <laughs> because I know it's easier to train them when they're younger than when you've been doing it wrong for a long time. So I put a lot of pressure on myself, which isn't good. But she's a great dog. Just different than my other dogs. Um, so I can't I, I don't think I could do the kind of training that I did with Howie. I don't think she would handle it well. I think I'd probably turn her into aggressive an aggressive dog, which she's not at all. I mean she had a bird in her mouth and didn't even bite it, so I don't even know. Um, so that training I mean it probably was terrible for Howie too I just didn't know because I was you know it was kind of like my first dog on my own and that's all I was seeing everywhere so I was just doing what everyone else was doing and and you know now you find out well I mean I was just doing the best that I could with the knowledge that I had at the time so I don't really beat myself up about it I feel bad because I think that he probably could have had a better life if I would have known more but um, it is you know it is the case that uh, I didn't so uh, I was very much the Caesar Milan pack leader kind of bullshit training and I feel like with baby Ruth I mean I so with the lady that was like focusing on me and telling me like how to get my dog treats and how to like you know I don't even remember what we were doing because it was like a decade ago but she was focusing on me because the one of the big things I think about dog training is it's bonding it's creating a bond with you and your dog you're working on it together it's not you just telling your dog what to do it's both of you together so if you don't have that relationship and you're just barking orders at your dog like who the fuck wants to be in that relationship I've been in that relationship it sucks and I don't want to be barking fucking orders either like that doesn't sound fun so I don't really understand like why people all went that route and maybe it's the, you know, the pack leadership and the dogs used to be wolves. But, yeah, they're not. So, whatever. Um, so, I was excited about the show. It's it's not all bad information. He does say some valuable things. But, I mean, a lot of it was, like, there was an aggressive dog and that was aggressive towards, like, new people. And then every time, like, he would go to, like, touch the dog if the dog reacted he would yell no and I was like I I just I I mean if someone touches me and I don't like it and I react and someone yells no at me I, I just feel like it's the most degrading and just I just don't really understand how it seems like a good idea because it just seems like the dog's not allowed to communicate and eventually that dog is going to communicate and it's not going to be a growl and it's not going to be a bark it's going to be a like full-on attack because it's just been building up from not being able to express itself that's just my opinion i'm obviously not an expert but i'm kind of curious about the aftermath of this show if anyone's watched it please contact me because i want to talk about it with other people me and heather watched it together and um texted each other the whole time about it, <laughs> but it's, I mean, the, I think that the guy's good looking, but I, you know, have my taste, which I guess is aggressive <laughs> dudes, <laughs> but he's not aggressive, but he is, like, bossy, and um, that's what, like, started making me think about how, like, that training... Is like bullying your dog into submission You know it's not um, It's not really re- Bonding in a good way It's more like trauma bonding So I don't want to do that So After doing one way for a long time Trying to do it another way It's kind of hard And and I do get frustrated And I have yelled at Baby Ruth And I see the difference of what happens like Because I don't even like And I'm not like, you know, screaming at her, but I have yelled at her and she will just go in her crate and lay down and like not come out. So that sucks. And, um, I can't imagine just doing that to her on a daily basis or as part of training. That being said, um, I was choking the other night on my dinner, uh, on some salmon. I like breathed in and, um, it like went down the wrong pipe and I started choking and I was like thinking about how if it gets bad I'm gonna have to like give myself the Heimlich <laughs> you know on like the corner of the table or something but like I was focusing really hard on breathing because I didn't have to do that and Baby Ruth came up and at first I was like oh she's concerned and then she started like smelling my food on my plate and I was like get out of here <laughs> and she ran and hid in her crate and then like wanted to come out Until And she would, like, take treats from me in her crate, but she wouldn't come out for them. So I've scared her, and that sucks. And I don't want that kind of relationship. I don't want to bully my dog. And then that made me start thinking about, like, how many, like, how that seems normal. You know what I mean? Like, the dog, it's just a dog, so... And, like, your dog's just supposed to, like, respect you or just want to do things that you want it to do because it's a dog, and that's what dogs are for. And that's not what dogs are for. They, you know, have little thoughts and needs and wants and, you know, lives. Well, her is completely controlled by me most of the time, but I was thinking about that, and then I was thinking about how, like, how many... Managers or bosses I've had that are bullies. Juliet, if you're listening, you're my manager and you're not a bully. And neither are you, my boss. I don't have any bullies at work at all. Maybe I'm a bully. I don't know. Maybe I am the bully. I don't feel like I am. I mean, I don't yell at anyone. Anyway, that wasn't where I was going. But I've had so many managers and bosses throughout my life that have been, like, full-on bullies. And... um. I would just kind of shut down and I had a lot of stomach issues for a lot of my life not realizing that that was stress related but um, I had a manager for a while um, I don't think that she's listening but if she is uh, now you know I don't know <laughs> uh, it just really affected me that like if I messed up something for a client I would already feel like shit, you know what I mean? Because I messed something up. And then, like, she would just, like, get, start, like, yelling at me and just putting me down, and it just made me feel even worse. And then, you know, I would just get in this cycle of, like, being so worried about fucking, fucking something up that, like, I couldn't, I couldn't, like, not fuck something up (laughs) because I was so, like, hyper aware of, like, I couldn't focus. And um, it really, it sucked. And I probably should have left because it was super toxic for me. But, um, I didn't really realize until more recently. I mean, I guess not more recently, probably like six years ago. That, um, that's not how they're supposed to treat you. (laughs) Like, that's not, bosses and managers aren't supposed to just put you down and, um, make you feel like shit, and make you scared of them, and make you scared to make a mistake. Like, that's not how they're supposed to be. They're supposed to support you, and they're supposed to be there for you, and they're supposed to help you do the best job that you can do, which is, in the the situation that I am in now, that's what I have. And the job before that, the boss, no, the the boss, before my current job, at my last job, at the print shop, no, the boss was super misogynistic and sexually harassy but my manager was fucking great and he had my back and I wasn't scared to tell him that I messed something up I would go to him for help and that's kind of when I realized how different it was and that I couldn't go back to working with someone like that again and I I'm glad that before I left I did start to stand up to her Um because normally I would just drive home crying, and I was so tired of it, and she would yell at me in front of the department, and um, then I started, I don't know why, I, well, it's TMI, I'm already into it, and then I, I don't know if I, I don't think I was in therapy yet, I don't know who gave me this idea, or if I just was, like, googling solutions, but I, started after she would yell at me instead of driving home crying i would stay after work and after everyone left i would talk to her about it and ask her to talk to me in private about things like that because it's really uncomfortable for me and everyone else and then she would get all uncomfortable and look like she was gonna cry which made it feel a little better but not really (laughs) um and it was just it kind of gave me a little bit of the power back, where it was like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> you can't treat me like that. Like, that's not fair. Um, and I think that it was easy easier for me to do that with men than it was for me to do that with women. I don't know why. So I always had a much worse dynamic with female bosses than I did with male bosses. But with male bosses there was always a lot more of like the sexual harassment side of like just like saying stupid shit and everyone's like oh i can't say anything anymore yeah you can't say anything that's fucking offensive and rude and just perpetuating a stereotype so no you can't say it anymore because we're tired of it and oh so i was thinking about something growing up we had this dog named alf Alf did go to obedience training, and, um, I think, I feel like, I feel like he won a blue star or something, but, um, he, he did some obedience training. He was a good dog. Um, I don't remember really him having a lot of issues. I think he growled at us when we were kids, but if we were kids, who the fuck, why wouldn't you? (laughs) We were probably, like, sticking our fingers in his nose and stuff. But uh, if you rolled up a newspaper, he would his like tail would go under his legs and he would um, he would like cower and you didn't have to, you didn't have to do anything and we all thought it was funny. But now I think about it, I'm like, oh my god, we were like laughing that my dog was abused probably by the former owner because he was about a year old and we adopted him so as a stray. So he lived somewhere else. But yeah, I don't know why we thought that was funny and that like we just kept doing that oh this is the longest tangent ever so on the thread of bullying I saw a commercial when I was watching Drag drag Race which is one of the best shows for Bar Rescue and it made me think about how like so it was just this guy just like yelling at someone and I was like who the fuck wants to watch that And then I was like, why do all these reality shows make it seem like we need bullies? We need a bully to come in and fucking lay down the law and tell us what the fuck to do because we don't know. And like, it's just so weird. Like that's how Kitchen Nightmares is. I think I just said nightmare wrong. Or weird. Mare? Nightmare. Oh God. Anyway, Um, and like there's a bunch of reality shows like that is it all men that come in and do that? I haven't watched a lot of reality shows. I don't really like watching that. It doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel bad. Like that's not how you give someone constructive cons- oh my god, <laughs> constructive criticism. You don't go in and just start screaming at them like what the fuck is wrong with us and why do people enjoy this? And that is where I'm gonna end it um yeah write in tell me stuff I don't know I'm fucking bored of myself so see you next Tuesday